0: We're back. So much has happened in 2022 that this year in review for 15 minutes of FAB had to be divided into two. So let's go on, shall we? Resuming with June 2022, this is the year in review for the Forever FAB Podcasts. 15 minutes of FAB. Although it might take more than 15 minutes this time, folks. <laughs> On June 1st, Turkey officially changed its name to Turkey at the United Nations and internationally. Also on June 1st, the U.S. Coast Guard Admiral Linda Fagan assumes her post of commandant, becoming the first female commander of the U.S. military branch. June 2nd, the jury in a defamation case brought by Johnny Depp against his ex-wife Amber Heard awaits debts $15 million in damages. Actually, it awards him $15 million in damages and compensation. And it awards Amber Heard $2 million in damages. And this happened in Fairfax, Virginia. Sounds like it should be reversed to me, but hey, I didn't hear all of the evidence, you know. June 5th, in the French Open, men's tennis, Rafael Nadal beats Casper Root of Norway and his record 22nd Grand Slam singles title, and his 14th French singles title. June 6th, former chairman of the far right group of the Proud Boys, I'm not even gonna say his name, and four others were indicted for seditious conspiracy for their role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, shame. June 7th, a new study reveals that Shark Bay seagrass off the western coast of Australia may be the world's largest plant covering 77 square miles of seafloor and having cloned itself for the past 4,500 years. Humans are not the only smart ones on this planet. (laughs) June 7th, the conjoined twins who had a fused brain were successfully separated with the help of virtual reality in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. June 9th, The first public hearings of the United States House Select Committee on the January 6th attack were held in Washington, D.C. On June 9th, NASA announces it will begin research into UFOs focusing on unidentified aerial phenomena, now referred to as UAPs. June 9th, Thailand is the first Southeast Asian country to legalize the growing and selling of cannabis. However, recreational use is still banned. June 9th, two people are rescued after falling into a tank of chocolate at the Mars M&M factory in Pennsylvania. That must have been tasty. <laughs> June 13th, the New York Stock Exchange enters a bear market territory. That means it, is, it fell 20% from a recent high on January 3rd. And after that, the S&P falls 3.9% amid fears of high inflation and a recession. June 13th, the world's largest freshwater fish, a stingray, measuring 3.98 meters by 2.2 meters, and that is approximately 13 feet by 7 feet. It was caught in the Mekong River in Cambodia, but it was tagged study and then released. June 14th, the last part of the world's largest floating restaurant. It was called the Jumbo Kingdom Seafood Restaurant and it was in Hong Kong but after 46 years it sank and it sank near the Paracel Islands. On June 15th, as we continue Yes, there's more. (laughs) On June 15th, the U.S. Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.75. And it's the largest increase since 1994. And this was in an attempt to control rising inflation. June 16th, 90-year-old U.S. cosmetics company Revlon files for bankruptcy. And it was blaming the supply issues and rising costs. Oh, that supply chain. On June 21st, an L.A. jury finds Bill Cosby liable for sexual assault of a 16-year-old in 1975 at the Playboy Mansion, and it awards the victim $500,000. Shall we ask what happened to Bill Cosby? Hmm. On June 21st, law enforcement's response to the Uvalde school shooting was, quote, an abject failure, says the Texas Public Safety Chief, Stephen McCraw, in testimony at a Senate hearing. Yes, it was. On June 22nd, a 6.1 magnitude earthquake, Afghanistan's deadliest in 20 years, it strikes near Khost in the southeast part of Afghanistan, and it killed at least 1,000 people and injured 1,500. On June 23rd, the United States Supreme Court declared for the first time that there is a constitutional right to carry a handgun in public for self-defense. So it struck down a century-old gun law in New York that limited licenses in a 6-3 to vote. <sighs> Sigh. June 24th, again, the United States Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, eliminating constitutional right to choose abortion in another 6-3 to vote. What a repressive and oppressive United States Supreme Court bunch. June 25th, 30,000-year-old intact remains of a baby woolly mammoth were found frozen in permafrost in Klondike gold fields, and that was in Yukon, Canada. June 27th, 51 migrants die. After being found inside an abandoned truck in San Antonio, Texas, in extreme heat, with 16 people hospitalized and those 16 were the lucky ones, relatively speaking. June 28th, Gislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in the United States federal prison for grooming and aiding the sick Jeffrey Epstein to abuse underage girls. What was she thinking? What was she doing? June 28th, in a dramatic testimony to the January 6th committee hearing, a senior White House aide testifies that Trump wanted to match or to march to the capital actually he wanted to match the energy and march to the capital in his fury when he couldn't june 29th the biggest trial in modern french history for november 2015 paris attacks convicts someone and 19 others of terrorism and murder charges and sentences that someone to a rare 30-year prison term all right paris france June 29th, the Earth records its shortest ever day, 1.59 milliseconds faster than a standard day. Where does the time go? On June 29th, the latest United States murder clearance rate shows that all of the murders are left, half of all murders are left unsolved. So on June 29th, these rates showed that half of all murders are left unsolved and they're less likely to be solved if the victim is black or Latino. Hmm. Still got some work to do, United States. On June 29th, the singer R. Kelly is sentenced to 30 years in jail on nine counts of sex trafficking in Brooklyn, New York. On June 30th, Bongbong Bong Marcos, the son of Ferdinand Marcos, is sworn in as president of the Philippines. June 30th, Katanji Brown Jackson was sworn in as the 104th justice of the Supreme Court, replacing Stephen Breyer upon his retirement. She is the first black woman and the sixth female, the third black person, to be seated in the United States Supreme Court. On June 30th, New York is named the world's wealthiest city, home to 345,600 millionaires and 59 billionaires, with Tokyo and San Francisco making up the top three. That was June, 2020. Moving on to July. July 1st, Germany and Nigeria have signed an agreement to return ownership of more than 1,000 Benin bronzes located during colonial times and they're sending them back to Nigeria. On July 2nd, the largest ever exhibition on African fashion called Africa Fashion. It opened at the Victorian Albert Museum in London. I'm so sorry I missed that one. July 5th, Mike Greer becomes the first black manager in the NHL. Particularly to the San Jose Sharks. July 6th, so it was a dramatic day in British politics as more than 40 government ministers and aides withdrew their support from Prime Minister Boris Johnson and they resigned, and that's a 24 hour record. July 7th, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announces his resignation at Downing Street after pressure from and mass resignation of his ministers. July 7th, United States scientists begin the search for dark matter with a device in a former gold mine in Lead, South Dakota. July 8th, the gymnast Simone Biles at age 25 becomes the youngest person to receive the United States Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Joe Biden. July 11th, a new study suggests that dogs can see with their noses. And it's the first documentation of a direct connection between the olfactory bulb and the occipital lobe in any species, right? Dogs can show us the way, I guess. July 11th, the UK Olympic gold medalist, Sir Mo Farah reveals he was trafficked into the UK as a child to work as a domestic servant. You can overcome. July 12th, Twitter sues Elon Musk after he pulls out of a deal to buy the social media site accusing him of, quote, trashing it, end quote, and being a model of bad faith. July 19th, temperatures exceed 40 degrees Celsius in parts of England for the first time ever. Do we ask if there's climate change? Nah. July 20th, an intense heat wave across Europe results in over 1,000 deaths in Portugal and 500 in Spain while starting wildfires across Spain, France, Italy, and Greece. See, I didn't even really need to ask if there's climate change. Look what happened. July 20th, Geranium, a meat-free restaurant in Copenhagen, was named the world's best restaurant at a ceremony in London. Meat-free. July 21st, the first polio case since 2013 was reported in Rockford County, New York. Also on July 24th, United States President Joe Biden tests positive for COVID-19. July 25th, the UN says 209 people were killed in gang violence in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, including no gang members over 10 days, with a further 254 people injured with gunshot wounds. Oh boy, the gem of the Antilles, the pearl of the Antilles, what has happened to it? There is hope, though. I believe there is hope. July 26th, Russia announces it will leave the International Space Station at the end of 2024. July 27th? Oh, there's a good one. A 170-carat pink diamond called the Lulu Rose is thought to be the largest discovered diamond in 300 years, and it was found in Angola. Moving on to August. August 2022, the 3rd of August, brings that the cells of recently dead pigs were brought back to life by researchers at Yale University, with huge implications for organ transplants and stroke sufferers, as well as ethical questions over the definition of death. On August 3rd, the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is the first speaker to visit Taiwan in 25 years, prompting condemnation from the Chinese Communist Party. Can't we all just get along for crying out loud? August 4th, the Russian court sentences WNBA star Brittany Griner to nine years in prison for drug smuggling amidst claims that she's being used as a pawn between the U.S. and Russia. And clearly she was. The questionable claims are the quote-unquote drug smuggling. August 4th, U.S. Attorney General, Merrick Garland announces charges against four police officers for violating the rights of Breonna Taylor during a 2020 raid that resulted in her death. On August 5th, Volkswagen launched a prototype of its first flying car, an automated electric passenger vehicle nicknamed Flying Tiger. August 7th, the United States Senate passes sweeping inflammation re- inflation <laughs> and inflammation. Yeah, could we have a law? To like wipe out inflammation, please, like total inflammation. Anyway, August 7th, the United States Senate passes sweeping Inflation Reduction Act. It's an economic package designed to combat climate change, address healthcare costs and to tax large corporations. They passed it. August 8th, an FBI, the FBI conducted a search of former U.S. President Donald Trump's Florida home at Mar-a-Lago over his handling of classified government documents. August 9th, the tennis superstar Serena Williams announces her intention to retire, and she announces this in an interview with Vogue. On August 15th, Scotland becomes the first country in the world to make menstrual products free for all. August 15th, Solange Knowles, sister of Beyonce, becomes the first Black woman to compose for the New York City Ballet. All right, New York City Ballet. August 18th, A new way to break down quote-unquote forever chemicals or PFAS compounds responsible for cancers, low birth weights, and lower immunity was published by scientists in the journal Science. Now, known as forever chemicals, PFAS, which is short for per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, are a large group of chemicals that make um, certain products like non-stick or stain-resistant qualities. Research indicates that these chemicals can be dangerous because they last forever and exposure to them is linked to cancers, weakened immune systems among children, also linked to weight gain and a wide range of other health problems. They do pose a, a uh, public health concern, according to the Centers for, CDC, uh, and the Centers for Disease uh, Control and Prevention, and yet companies are still producing them. So that's not cool. And this, the source of that information was Vox.com. On August 20th, 22 million are now at risk of starvation in the Horn of Africa. That's up 9 million since January, according to the United Nations, and it's the worst drop in 40 years. On August 22nd, Dr. Anthony Fauci announces he will step down as the chief medical advisor to the United States president and as the director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. On August 24th. U.S. President Biden announces the plan to cancel student loan debts by $10,000 for those earning less than $125,000 and $20,000 for those who had received Pell Grants. Unfortunately, that proposal is still being met with fierce resistance, which I I just don't get. I don't get that. August 25th, California votes to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered cars by 2035. On August 30th in Jackson, Mississippi, The city's largest water treatment plant fails, leaving 150,000 people without safe running water and closing schools and businesses. I wonder which neighborhoods this affected most. Hmm. August 31st, Mary Peltola is the first Alaskan native to be elected to the U.S. Congress, defeating Sarah Palin in a special election. All right, Mary. On August 31st, the U.N. releases a report accusing China of serious human rights abuses against Uyghurs in its western Xinjiang region and, quote, these serious human rights abuses may constitute international crimes, in particular crimes against humanity. That's pretty serious against China. And on the last day of August, August 31st, the UF life expectancy falls to its lowest level since 1996 it is 76.1 years versus 79 years which it was in 2019 and with covid-19 being the main contributing factor according to the cdc that was august september on september 3rd the 23 time grand slam tennis champion serena williams plays her finest math plays her final match at the us open On September 7th, the discovery of the earliest evidence of surgery from 31,000-year-old skeleton with an amputated lower leg in a cave in Borneo that was published in Nature. On September 8th, the Australian Stephanie Gilmore wins her eighth world surfing title at Lower Trestles, California, making her the most successful women's champion in history. September 8th. Ireland begins paying 2,000 artists a weekly wage of 325 euros in its basic income for the arts scheme to help the creative arts recover from the pandemic. September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II dies at Balmoral Castle after ruling for 70 years, and that's the UK's longest-serving monarch. Her eldest son inherits the throne as King Charles III, and woo he must have been chomping at the bit. (laughs) September 12th, modern slavery, which is forced labor and forced marriages, that's the definition, modern slavery is defined as forced labor and forced marriage. That has increased by 10 million, and it's now up to 50 million people in the last five years, according to the UN's International Labor Organization. September 15th, Tennis Great, Roger Federer announces his retirement from professional tennis at 41 years old with 20 Grand Slam wins and 103 titles. September 19th, a magnitude 7.6 earthquake strikes Western Mexico on the exact anniversary of two previous tremblers in 1985 and 2017, killing at least two people. September 19th, Nigerian authorities says that over 300 people have died and 100,000 people have been displaced by the worst floods in many years. September 21st, New York Attorney General Letitia James files a lawsuit against Donald Trump and three of his children alleging widespread fraud through inflating his personal net worth by billions of dollars. That's no little white lie, you guys. September 25th, Cuba legalizes same-sex marriage as part of a new family code in a national referendum. On September 27th, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe receives a state funeral in Tokyo after he was assassinated in July. And in October, October 2020 brings us these events or brought us these events. October 5th, the Nobel Prize for Chemistry was awarded to Carolyn Bertozzi and the Morten Meldel and K. Barry Sharpless, that's his second, for their work on click chemistry. October 18th, the American cellist Yo-Yo Ma awarded the fifth $1 million Beershit Nielsen Prize. On October 18th, the Girl Scouts of the USA announced the receipt of donations totaling $84.5 million dollars from American philanthropist, Mackenzie Scott. On October 20th, the UK prime minister, Liz Truss announces her intention to resign after 44 days in office, making her term the shortest in the country's history. I wonder what happened there, like 44 days. And she's just like, nope. On October 23rd, Xi Jinping secures his record third term as General Secretary of the Chinese Communist Party. (laughs) Really? Okay. October 24th, the U.S. Mint issues the first U.S. currency featuring an Asian-American, silent film actress Anna May Wong. The coin is part of the American Women Quarters Program, celebrating female trailblazers. October 25th, German sportswear manufacturer Adidas cuts ties with American rapper and fashion designer Kanye West. Over anti-Semitic remarks, he made in interviews and on his social media. October 25th, New Zealand Parliament membership becomes the majority female for the first time in history. October 27th, Elon Musk takes ownership and control of Twitter, immediately firing four executives. And there is more to come. October 28th, Swedish engineers produced the world's first female crash dummy, previously You know, the female dummies were just a scaled down version of male figures. But now, Swedish engineers finally recognize that, hey, women drive too. And that their research appropriately should be done on female drivers who have, I say, different anatomy. On October 28th, a hammer-wielding intruder attacks Paul Pelosi, the 82-year-old husband of U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, at their California home. On October 31st, Taylor Swift, Tay Tay, becomes the first artist in history to claim all top 10 slots on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart, all tracks being from her album Midnights. In November of 2022, on the first day, the fifth Israeli election was held under four years, and it was won by Benjamin Netanyahu and his party, and he defeats the sitting prime minister. On November 2nd, the U.S. Federal Reserve hikes its interest rates again for a fourth straight time to the range of between 3.75% and 4%. This is now its highest since 2008 in another effort to fight ongoing inflation. November 3rd, the former Prime Minister Imran Khan survives an assassination attempt after being shot in the leg at a rally in Pakistan. November 3rd. Oregon approves a drug policy reform ballot legalizing psilocybin or magic mushrooms for use in therapy, along with decriminalizing possession of small amounts of the drugs. November 4th, astronomers announced a discovery of the closest known black hole to earth. It's just 1,600 light years away. And that's 10 times more massive than our sun. Very interesting. November 8th, archaeologists announced the most significant find of Etruscan and Roman bronze statues for 50 years, excavating an ancient spa in Banyi, Italy. November 8th, Uganda extends its three-week Ebola lockdown for another two weeks, closing schools, closing stores, closing a, a major part of the country after the death toll reaches 53 with 135 infected November 10th, Afghanistan's ruling Taliban ban women from using public parks and fun fairs. <sighs> November 10th, the largest art auction in history belonging to the late Microsoft co founder Paul Allen achieves a sales of $1.5 billion and is all to be donated to charity. November 11th, the cryptocurrency FTX was founded by Sam bankman fried It files for bankruptcy amid accusations of financial mismanagement and criminal misconduct. November 12th, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos announces his third Courage and Civility Award of $100 million to country singer-songwriter Dolly Parton to distribute to charities of her choice. November 12th, New Zealand's Black Ferns win Women's World Rugby Championship, and they defeat England 34-31 to in Auckland, Australia. November 15th, the Brooklyn Public Library celebrates its 125th anniversary. Also on November 15th, the world's population reaches 8 billion. That's just 11 years after passing 7 billion. Though now slowing down, only 9 billion is expected in about 2037. But that's according to the U.N. I've traveled a bit and it does seem as if the world population is definitely still increasing. Let me know what you think. November 16th, Democratic Congresswoman Karen Bass is the first woman elected mayor of the city of Los Angeles. Defeating Rick Caruso. November 16th, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration gives the first safety approval of lab grown meat, which is chicken in quotes, grown from animal cells made by Upside Foods. November 17th, Nancy Pelosi, the first female speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives and one of its most influential in recent times, announces that she will step down. And I'm sure the attack on her husband had something to do with it, if not a lot to do with it. November 19, the gunman opens fire at an LGBTQ plus nightclub called Club Q in Colorado Springs. He killed five people and injured 19 in an apparent hate crime. November 20th, Disney announces that Bob Iger's return as chief executive is oncoming, and that was less than a year after he retired from the company. November 20th, at UN COP27 Summit, They agree to establish a fund to help poor and vulnerable countries with climate change with the committee to be made up of representatives from 24 countries. Also on November 20th, U S president Joe Biden turns 80 years old, becoming the first octogenarian to serve in the country's highest office. November 26, 2,500 people pose naked for photographer Spencer tunic on Australia's Bondi Beach, to raise awareness of skin cancer. I haven't seen that work. I'd like to see it. November twenty sixth, a large mudslide after intense rain tears across the Italian island of Ischia, killing at least eight people on an island where 50% of the houses were illegally built. November twenty seventh, Albanian president grants citizenship to pop singer Dua Lipa for promoting the country through her international fame and musical talents. On November 27th, the world's largest active volcano erupts for the first time in nearly 40 years on a Hawaiian Island, on the Island of Hawaii. November 28th, 50 million birds killed in a record breaking outbreak of avian flu, according to the U S department of agriculture. And that was amid similar outbreaks elsewhere around the world. November 28th, Merriam-Webster's word of the year is gaslighting. Yep, gaslighting. We could probably have an entire podcast episode dedicated to gaslighting. It's notorious. It is sinister. It's just bad. Moving on, November 28th. Recent protests in Iran have killed 451 protesters and 60 security forces, according to human rights activists in Iran group. With 18,000 detained, the Iranian government says that the number is that they killed is 300. Oh, we just killed 300. Hmm. I just don't understand that. There's no rationale. November 29th. Canadian scientists announced the discovery of two new minerals, Elalite and Elkinstantonite, <laughs> never seen on Earth before. And that was from the Nightfall meteorite that was found in Somalia. That brings the month of November 2022 to an end. And in the last month of 2022, December, on December 5th, the 15th meeting of the Conference of the Parties to the Convention on Biological Diversity, or COP15, opens in Montreal, Canada. On December 6th, Argentine Vice President Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner is found guilty of fraud and sentenced to six years in prison and banned from holding office. On December 8th, American basketball star Brittany Griner is finally released by Russian authorities in a prisoner exchange for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. Greiner was detained on drug smuggling charges, quote-unquote, since February of 2022. On December 8th, singer Celine Dion reveals that she'd been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, which is a rare neurological disorder, and she announces this on Instagram. On December 8th, Trevor Noah hosts his final episode of a late-night talk and satirical news television program, The Daily Show. December 9th a sheet of paper on which the scientist Charles Darwin defended his theory of evolution in 1865. it sold at auction for a record $882,000 at Sotheby's. On December 11, Karen Bass was sworn in as the first female mayor of Los Angeles by vice president Kamala Harris. And she declares a homelessness state of emergency in the city of LA. On December 11th, NASA's Orion spacecraft returns to the Earth after completing Artemis 1 test flight around the moon in 25.5 days. It's a record distance traveled by a spacecraft designed to carry humans. I guess that's exciting. Also on December 11th, U.S. authorities announced that the Libyan man accused of making the bomb on board Pan Am Flight 103 is now in U.S. custody and that was the tragedy of Lockerbie, Scotland. On December 12th, the city of Richmond, Virginia, capital of the Confederacy during the U.S. Civil War, removes its last Confederate statue of Ambrose P. Hill. On December 13th, the first nuclear fusion reaction in a laboratory setting, replicating the same energy of the power of the sun, was performed and announced by scientists at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California. On December 13th, New Zealand passes the world's first tobacco ban, outlawing smoking for those born after 2009. That's impressive. December 13th, Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of the collapsed, disastrous cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, is arrested in the Bahamas after the U.S. files criminal charges against him, including wire fraud and money laundering. December 13th, U.S. President Joe Biden signs the Respect for Marriage Act, and he signs it into law, mandating that federal recognition of same-sex marriages in the ceremony at the White House. You have to respect that marriage is marriage. Documents signed, paperwork filed, witnesses present. I mean, love. On December 18th, the FIFA World Cup final takes place in Qatar. Argentina beats France. On December 19th, 190 countries agree to protect 30% of the world's land and oceans by 2030 and other measures to halt the declining global biodiversity at the UN Biodiversity Conference in Montreal. There seems to be a lot of talk. I'm, I'm not quite sure what's actively being done. It, it will be very interesting to, to check on the progress of these initiatives. On December 19th, The Dutch Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, formally apologizes for the slave trade on behalf of the Dutch state in a speech at the National Archives at The Hague. On December 20th, a 6.4 magnitude earthquake near Eureka, Northern California, kills at least two people. On December 20th, the multinational company 3M says it will stop making and stop using forever chemicals that have been linked to health problems such as cancer. Also on December 20th, the ruling Taliban suspend university education for female students in Afghanistan and is part of a wider crackdown on women's rights in the country. On December 21st, UK President Vladimir Zelensky visits Washington, D.C. and meets with U.S. President Joe Biden at the White House and addresses Congress. On December 22nd, a major winter storm across the U.S. causes widespread disruption. Also on December 22nd, The DEA, or the Drug Enforcement Administration, says it seized enough fentanyl in 2022 to kill every American. And that was more than 379 million doses of fentanyl. On December 29th, Dame Vivian Westwood, the trailblazing British fashion designer, passed away. Also on December 29th, Pele, the legendary football player and former minister of sports of Brazil, passed away. On December 30th, the incredible broadcast journalist Barbara Walters passed away. On December 31st, Pope Benedict XVI passed away. He was the only Pope to resign. And also on December 31st, as people around the world celebrated a new year, the war against Ukraine by Russia continued. In fashion news, 2022 brought some stylish moments, and these moments are a complement of TownAndCountryMag.com. By the way, the events of the Year in Review have been brought to you by theYearInReview.com or com. But turning back to fashion news, again, brought to you by TownAndCountryMag.com, Serena Williams opens Vogue World. Tom Brown was named chairman of CFDA. Terry Mugler passes away in January of 2022. Richard Quinn dedicates his London Fashion Week show to the late Queen Elizabeth. In January, Andre Leon Talley passes away. Hermes unveils its four-story store on Madison Avenue, making it the largest Hermes store in the world and this year also saw the loss of Japanese fashion mogul Issy Miyake in August. In more fashion news of 2022, this year, Rihanna's maternity style amped up the fashion game for the expecting. Valentino trademarked its now signature pink shade of magenta, Kim Kardashian teamed up with Dolce and Gabbana for their spring summer 23 show. Anna Wintour, the editor-in-chief of Vogue, announced that Carl Lagerfeld has inspired the theme of 2023's Met Gala and it's entitled Karl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty. And Alessandro Michele steps down from Gucci after being the brand's creative director since 2015. In beauty. There were some noteworthy moments for the industry in 2022. And the source of the beauty moments for 2022 is glamourmagazine.co.uk. So, in the beauty industry, the year of 2022 saw that glazed donut skin was trending. And that's achieved by, you know, like layering on lots of moisturizing agents and just flooding your skin with multiple like radiating, gleaming skincare products. I guess the more, I guess more is better. Also in beauty news of 2022, Chanel launches number one or number one de Chanel, which is a new line of products that marks the brand's first entry into sustainable beauty. You know, I'm going to try that. And you know, I'm going to review it on a 15 minutes of fab product review. So Chanel, please send my way. Thank you. Also in beauty news, trending, ultra shiny, lacquered, licorice-like patent nails. They were a thing. I abstained. <laughs> Joyce Van Noten debuts its beauty line in 2022. Minimal Beauty Returns. Thank you. I'm just a minimal beauty kind of girl. And Celebrity Men launched a number of skincare lines. You know, I've mentioned this in a previous podcast. Yeah, And those, some of those celebrities included Brad Pitt, Jared Leto, Michael Strahan, and Travis Barker. Travis, talk to me. You and I can maybe come up with like a tattoo removal skincare line. That would be epic. Call me, Travis, and make sure your wife's on the phone too. Okay. Also in 2022 beauty news, TikTok made me try it. That whole thing goes viral. And... There were a number of product launches that definitely kept me busy. And moving on to innovations in plastic surgery, this source being newbeauty.com, 2022 brought these exciting innovations. Scar-free rhinoplasty became an option, meaning there was an incision through the mouth. Gen X and millennial middle-of-the-road anti-aging procedures took off, and that basically means for patients in their 30s and 40s, Instead of doing a facelift or, you know, sort of going to 10x instead, they were trying thread lifts and doing combination procedures, such as combining Botox with, you know, fillers or, you know, fillers with PRP or Botox with platelet-rich plasma, you know, Vitaglow, vitamin infusions with, you know, Botox or fillers. I'm a huge fan. I love doing that. Okay. Also, speaking of PRP or platelet-rich plasma, that became a thing by adding exosomes for facial rejuvenation. And the whole point was to increase collagen and elastin. It works. Also, another trend in beauty and plastic surgery, limited incision facelifts for younger patients. I've been doing limited incision facelifts for years. Patients tended to be a little bit older, 50 plus. But now, depending on how you age, if you are 40 plus, you may want to consider a limited incision facelift. And also in plastic surgery 2022 news, more men were getting a little bit more work done. And I've noticed that, that has been a steadily increasing trend. Welcome, gentlemen. And lastly, hair transplants were on the rise. And I think it has something to do with the incredible amounts of stress that people have been experiencing over the past few years. And losing hair is definitely part of the unfortunate stress response. So that's that for the 2022 Innovations in Plastic Surgery brought to you by newbeauty.com. Another year came to an end. What did you do for yourself? What have you done for others? How did you make your world or the world or your environment a more beautiful and fabulous place? What are your plans for the upcoming new year? Do you create new habits or do you create resolutions? Let me know how you're doing in 2023. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, Get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment, of 15 minutes of fab, send me some stuff. Visit ForeverFabPodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit ElementsAndGraces.com and sign up for my loo- newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, Visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty and wellness questions on the go. That's click c l i c k-lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jetset Beauty RX offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.